Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Saturday, October 13th. All day. It's not Friday the 13th, so that's good. That's good. The way it started off, right? (laughs) It seemed like Friday the 13th. It's week six of the NFL and fantasy season. Your chance to listen to the podcast and get all the information you're going to need to make the most out of your week in fantasy football. We are on the road. We're at the On the Road Dr. Pepper Man Room in Hartford, Wisconsin. I had pictures to take this morning for somebody's graduation. Uh, the one that we visited in, in, in Colorado. Colorado. Yes, yeah. yes. So her daughter needed to have pictures with her horse. So we had to go to the, the stables in West Bend and take some pictures. Um, other than that, it's a great day, although I'm a little hot right now. Why is that? Well, you've been um, campaigning. <laughs> With listeners. Are we, we going to start there right with, away? You start, you're campaigning with listeners regarding you know, the Aaron Rodgers hate parade. It's not a hate parade. It's just saying he's not as good as he thinks he is or he's a little overrated. Oh, that, that, that's what it is? Is that really what yeah, it is? He, well, has he won a game? He's won a lot of games. We're we're, we're, well, we're, we're, we're what, what, what you did in the past does not help us at oh, all okay, right now. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, and every I know everything is is everybody else's fault that we're the reason why we're losing. Usually, usually it is. Yeah, because it can never be Aaron's fault. Nope. Well, when it when it is Aaron's fault, it's Aaron's fault. But he will never admit that. Oh, he admits when it's. His oh fault. my God! Before we get to that, people. <laughs> Check out the website. Everything we talk about will be there. The the news links, the the bets, the call the, in, the call. Well, no, the call in won't be there. You're going to have to listen to here for that for the call in because we don't put that on the website. Oh, it's oh I, I mean the you know the fantasy girl of the week. You know you you last week you 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 suggested some twins. Yes. So AJ I, and Allie, Mickey Mouse Club twins or something. No, they're not the Mickey Disney <laughs> Channel or... The one chicks on the Goldbergs. Yeah, well, um, I stuck with twins. I didn't do AJ and Allie. Oh, come they're, on. They're, dude, the one had a nose like a ski hill. That's the that's the one on the Goldbergs. I yeah, believe. okay. So we didn't do the AJ and Allie. We got other twins. Okay. All right? Which will be fine. What about my suggestion for Your other next one? year? That'll be coming up. Okay. Um. So we got that. We would normally have a beat the host segment, but this is going to have to be our bye week. Right. We're just going to go head to head, right? Well, we could do head to head if you'd like. Yes. Okay. Um, because what happened, we had a person lined up, but last minute they had to leave town and they were unavailable to do the, yeah, the he, show. He was doing a uh, lacrosse visit. A UW. visit to college. Yes. So he's a youngster, a know-it-all youngster like all the Aaron Rodgers haters. So I have a few other people in the neighborhood that were a possibility, but some work for a living on Saturdays, I guess. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> so other than that, like I said, check out the website, mycffl.com. you got questions, comments, concerns, you want to be a contestant on Beat the Host, send us an email, 
cffpodcast at hotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. Now, you can also call in or we'll call send you. texts. Well, I got a text from our um, executive producer. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> Reads this. As much fun as it is to listen to you guys struggle with San Diego's fullback Kyle Yushek's name, I'm starting to feel bad for you. His name is pronounced Yushek. The J is silent. Now, me being Polish, I should know that. Right. But it just doesn't look right. Okay. So our executive producer corrected I, us. And, and I want to probably step right into what he might be setting out there, but... Uh-oh. Isn't Kyle Yushek, isn't he A, from the L.A. Chargers, not the San Diego Chargers? Oh, or, yes. Or B, I thought he was actually with San Francisco. I know he was with San Francisco a year ago. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Get your own stuff right there, Wayne. <laughs> Mr. Executive Producer. <laughs> so, yes, it's Yushek. I should have known that. Not Jushek. So, there, there's one. And you can you can text us as well as leave a call on, on our call-in line, 414-520-8249. Uh, before we get to the news and notes, should we do the call-in thing so I can get my heat off my chest right away? And maybe you'll calm down a little bit. All right, so we're going to do that. 414-520-8249. You can call in, leave a message. Um, you can r- ramble on incoherently like our caller did this week. <laughs> but you know, and, and I can say that because you know we're all guys. Well, but, guys, but be nice. The oh, guy, yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy gave his his. He gave very good an expert opinion. Ex- yep, for, for, and it yes. was his well, opinion. It's his opinion. But it's, I agree with him one hundred percent. Well, of course you do. So, um, you can you can do that. And and again, we're we're poking fun at each other because you know we're guys. We're not like girls. We don't get over emotional about these things. We can handle this, right? Well, not when it comes to Aaron, though. For me, well, okay, I get a little saucy. You get a little worked up. Yeah, a little bit. All right, well, well here, here's the call, everybody. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys, just calling in to uh, help support Dan's claim that he's not crazy, that uh, there is, you know, I think something off with Aaron Rodgers. He's... He's just not playing with the same fundamentals that he normally does, both mentally and physically. Um, when I watch the games, you know, he, he hasn't always had the, the textbook fundamentals, but one thing that he's always done that's made him so accurate is he always has his hips in line with his receiver and with his target, whether his feet are planted, back foot, front foot, step into it, running. doesn't matter what position he's in on the field. He's always got his hips lined and... He, he's not doing that now. So it's leading to some errant throws. It might be part of, part of the knee injury. It might not. Um, but it also might just be because he's slow to react. And that's the biggest thing that I'm seeing from him is he's just he's slow to react, and maybe that's why he's not getting his hips around because he's not anticipating where he's going to go with the ball before he goes, and he's just laid on some throws. Um, you have... A guy like Devontae Adams, who has just been phenomenal at winning at the line of scrimmage this year, 
he's getting off the ball, he's getting off press coverage to the point where teams aren't even looking to press him as much. Um, you know, that used to be a big weakness in his game. And now, now Devontae is getting a lot of clean releases. Um, you know, in the game against Detroit, I thought um, Marquez got off the ball really well with some with some good first moves, got open within five yards. Jimmy Graham's been open within five yards, and it's just it's those shorter passes that are the quick shorter passes um, that Aaron Rodgers is just not taking advantage of. And I don't know if it's an anticipation thing, if he's not trusting the line, what he's seeing about with the linebackers. It's just like he's he's constantly waiting for the receivers to get to that second level of the defense so that all he has to worry about is where are the defensive backs. Um, he doesn't want to attack the front seven or the, the back seven. He only wants to attack the, the back end of the coverage. Um, so that's what I've been seeing recently out of Aaron Rodgers. And I think I hope that that's something that he can work on with maybe mentally getting his knee right um, and some time away over the bye. But hopefully he gets it corrected and he gets back to the rhythm where he has been in years past. Thanks. The machine is off. All right, now, now that was it. I don't even know where to start with, with the Aaron Rodgers hate parade. It's, do you want? Do you want to? Before I get into this, do you want to read the text oh, messages? I, yes, because you got two text messages regarding this. Also, F- funny how they didn't come to me. Hold on, let me. They, they know that I'm the guy with the with the common sense around here. One will come from a guy that I won't name names because doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to be named because he didn't want to call in because he's a Packer fan, which I'm a Packer fan too. By just I, so, I don't think so. Oh, I totally. No, I, I think you're one of these one of those. Like Cubs people who live up here in Wisconsin <laughs> and pretend to. Yeah, did you notice the neighbors took his W down? By the way, no. Yeah, he he flies the the W flag oh, all for year the, for the Cubs, and he took it down the day after oh. the Cubs were done. All right, I'm like good. All right, so it starts off. There's a little back and forth w- between the two of us, but I'm yeah. going to start off with or just read the part okay. where I love it. Okay, where I love it. <laughs> no, I'm a Favre guy, and I like Rogers, but at some point, enough is enough. The passive-aggressive BS is a little ridiculous. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You go around spouting gloom and doom, and inevitably, when something goes wrong, your head goes down, and you start feeding into the narrative you created. All right, now let's just answer that one right now, because we could get back to this phone call. I should have done the phone call last. Can I read the other one? Sure. It's short and quick and... This is one I really, I kind of like this one a lot. Okay, all right. I am coming around to your way of thinking. Yeah, well, no wonder you like that one. (laughs) Rogers is, in all caps, way overrated. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Okay, let me me just get into the one prior from the air quote Packer fan. Just so you know that that last one. Yes. Didn't send a, a text to this person at, at all. It just came. Just came it right. Just came after Aaron oh, sucked, yeah, okay, sucked right. during, okay. during the yeah, one. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll do some bank financial records checking <laughs> okay, and see, well, see what happened. I got proof. All right. So, as far as the passive aggressive, okay. When you're as good as him, but he's not that good though. Oh, we. Oh, all right. Let's go back to the you first. Can, uh, no, you're one of those Packer fans that goes, 
did you see the stats he ended up with? Whoopie ding, we lost. What what good is his stats doing but, for us? But the stat- fantasy wise, here, fantasy wise, Dave, great quarterback. Not even talking fantasy wise. I'm talking performance. Okay, he, what what happened to the to the Packers? Did they win or lose? They they lost, but it wasn't his fault. Oh my god! We had, we had a kicker who missed four field goals and an extra point. We had a defense that that couldn't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. He he did everything he could do. He threw for over 400 yards. Oh, of course. Here we go. Let's bring up the stats now. Well, but I'm, what else but, you want him to do? I'd like him to hit. Jimmy Graham hit him in the hands. Hands of stone. Jimmy Graham couldn't catch the ball. <laughs> okay, here we go. And I knew this was coming. Okay. And here the back to the phone call. Okay, the whole something is off with Aaron. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what's off with Aaron. Oh, his is it his poor knee? He had a deep bone bruise since the oh first half God. of the first game. Not to mention a sprained MCL. Oh, like my deep no, bone bruise. He isn't going to be able to get his hips around like he normally does. He has to change things up okay. to offset the injury. He's wearing a brace let's, on his let's, knee. Let's go back to our week. Even the, with, with our week two podcast. Uh, yes. It was not me who said this. It, and I'm going to say it not verbatim like you, I'm sure, okay. are going to expect. Uh. Even you said it really seems like when the knee's a problem, or when he's not doing well, the, right. the knee is a problem. But when he's doing good, then you don't see him pissing and moaning about the knee problem. Well, he did really good last week, and he he said that the he knee didn't do he did not do really good. Four hundred some yards. Oh, see, not to mention three or four touchdowns. Four hundred yards. You know where most yeah. of his yards came from? Where would that be? From the second half, when the Detroit Lions had the game totally in control. Was it from the short, quick passes that I keep hearing about that he's not completing? Even with the bad, the, the did you watch the first half, Dave? I did. What was his? His stats were were getting better towards the end of the first half. Even with his bad hip turns that our caller calls about, Aaron Rodgers won the Bears game single handedly in the second half. <laughs> Aaron threw for over four hundred yards to receivers that were incapable of getting open against the Lions. He dissected the Vikings defense in Week Two of the season. He tore apart a Buffalo defense despite the horrible game plan put in by his coaches. The complaint that he is falling, he's failing on these short passes, you know, beliefs that guys are open on short passes and Aaron is just getting them the ball late and, and he's waiting for them to get second level of the defense, I see it differently. Well, of course, you see it as, as a camera guy that works at Coles. The guy that the guy that just the guy that called in wow. is an actual college football player. I am telling that you. knows a little bit more about football the guys, than you. The guys are not open for those short passes. Otherwise he'd be throwing them the ball. Okay. When they are open for the short passes, the ball is there perfectly. And that is how okay. they came back against the Bears. Oh, Quick play. You're going to go. You're going to go to the one w- game we won. Well, no, the one game we won. Say, what about the, the other same, games that he, we lost? He did the same thing in the Buffalo game. Short, quick passes. Short, quick, um, quick uh, plays. One after the other. He looked like the Oregon Ducks with green and gold. That's what they looked like. And then what did they do? After, what did they do? Then, then, when then they, Mike McCarthy oh, so, changes so everything up okay. for the other games. Okay, Dave. So. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers here now. I mean, yep. just like 
Aaron Rodgers can't change the game plan. You, he can't. He can't. He can can he, he change? He can change, change the play, but he can't change the game plan. Okay. So if if he doesn't like what Mike McCarthy's calling, why doesn't he change the play What's at the he line? Gonna, he's going to do that on every play. He has. Besides, and he could change the play. He can't change the game plan. If if the guys are in there with a certain offensive setup, there's only so much he could do with the play. For the setup that's in the in the game at the time, can't go running people. Ah, uh, uh, coach, uh, I don't like this run run time Montgomery for a yard and a half when we need five on third down. So I'm going to send him out. I'm going to bring in another two wide receivers. Okay, can't do that. No, I know because he has no because he has no pull with listen, with the league. Here's the thing at all, Dave. No pull at all. He with he, the league with, with the, the team. team. Yeah, no pull. Not during the game. Not when no. The game he plans in there. he he doesn't have any pull with the game plan at all. Of what's going on? I don't. I don't think he does. Otherwise, uh, things would be changing for him. <laughs> but here's a, there's there's and no, I know why you're doing this because you're doing this because you want you want to have an argument. No, I'm doing this and I'm, because I'm you know what from now on here. This is what I'm going to say. When, when, say what you want to say because it's your opinion. <laughs> when 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 Brett Favre retired, who was the first guy that said? I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be the guy. Was that not me? They, they, they can't hear you shake your head up and down yes. <laughs> there, there's no way Aaron will ever win with the, with, with the haters out there. They complain that he isn't throwing the ball quick enough. He's not. Then when he does throw the ball quick, even though the receivers aren't open, and he throws the ball away, then the complaint is he, he's not getting any completion. I thought this was the greatest quarterback. Well, come he can't complete a pass. The haters always seem to ignore the fact that the balls are ricocheting off the hands of the receivers. Very few passes <laughs> in the game are missed high or low. I'm telling you right now, this is, this is the thing. He, he Wait, overthrew Jimmy Graham in that one pass. One pass. I, like well, I said, okay, but you're, but you're, I, bringing, I, up, did, did, you're did, bringing up the one or two not, short passes. You're not, he, you're not hearing anything. I oh, said the, I am so Very few passes are missed high or low. Very few. Okay. Okay. Every one of them are perfect. And where, where, where are all these Aaron Rodgers haters when, when, when in poor mechanics? Why aren't you all ever talking about Philip Rivers and his, you know, obnoxious, horrible mechanics? Okay. No, I'm just asking. No, okay, I'm no. just asking. Where is the same hatred for Philip Rivers? Okay. First off, it's not hatred. The, what I'm saying isn't hatred, Dave. It's just saying. Packer fans, wake up and... And realize that you have the best quarterback in the NFL history on your team? No, Tom Brady's not on our team. No, let's let's fix that right now. He already has over 40,000 yards passing. Okay, Dave. No, 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 no. No. no, Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Tom Brady's the best, right? Yep. Okay. 40,000 passing yards, 320 touchdowns. His career pass rating is 103.7. That isn't something that you see from a guy who can't get the ball to the receivers. Mm. He's 20th overall in career passing yards. He's 10th overall in career passing touchdowns. He is number one in career passer rating. He is 157th in career interceptions. That's pretty good. He's ninth in career passing yards per game. He is fifth in career passing attempts per game. He is number one for career adjusted net yards per pass attempt. Can you find only the good? I, I'm going through everything. You're going through everything. He's number one for career adjusted yards per pass attempt. Okay. 
He's number seven for career pass completion percentage. He's number one for pass interception percentage at 1.5% of the times that he goes to throw a pass, it gets intercepted. He is number, or he fumbles the ball like he, he did last week. He is number one for passing touchdown percentage at 6.3% of the time he throws a pass, it's a touchdown. And this is in just seven active seasons of football where he has missed two seasons due to injury and one season where he played most of the season with an injured calf and oh. this season where he's got a deep bone bruise and a sprained MCL. Yeah. Oh, Aaron Rodgers terrible, terrible. is one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Mm-hmm. And I know you were going to do this. Drew Brees, you know those same stats we were just talking about? Mr. Leads the league in touchdowns and pass yards now? Aaron Rodgers is going to destroy those records. Right now, passing touchdown percentage, Drew Brees, 27th career. Pass interception percentage, 13th career. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do, where else can we go? Net yards per pass attempt, 4th. Okay, these are the guys that you were thinking, oh, oh, Tom Brady, that's right, the GOAT. Oh, yes. The right. GOAT. There we go. Okay. Passing touchdown percentage for career, 20th. Pass interception percentage, 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, net yards per pass attempt, 12th. He, he is no Aaron Rodgers, nowhere close. Mm-hmm. I got more for you. Oh, go ahead. You, I'm, just, I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to let you talk because all time, you're embarrassing yourself. All-time touchdown-interception ratio leaders. Aaron Rodgers, number one, over Tom Brady, over Peyton Manning, over Tony Romo, Steve Young, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, who is at seventh, the guy who is just shattering records, seventh. And he is on a team that plays an offense that is vertical. He's playing a Completely different offense than Aaron Rodgers is playing. All right? That's yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. Yards per attempt leaders in the Super Bowl era. Aaron Rodgers, number one. Mm-hmm. Overall, that's over Steve Young, Kurt Warren, Tony Romo, Ben Roethlisberger. Tom Brady, Drew Brees aren't even in the top five. Mm. Okay? Yeah. Highest rated active passers. Aaron Rodgers, number one. Mm. Peyton Manning, Almost 10 points behind. Okay. Tom Brady, more than 10 points behind. All right. Okay? Yep. Now, at this rate that he's going. Do you, do you have all your papers in order? They're no. all in order okay. right now. Okay, all right. At the rate Aaron Rodgers is going, he is going to shatter all these quarterback records. Okay. Except, you know, Aaron, uh, Brett Favre's games played one oh. in consecutive. Okay. But th- So that one, you're he just going to. You well, just can't. Yeah. I mean, he gets hurt too much. Right, so that that's why he isn't the greatest quarterback because the guy can't stay healthy. Well, I didn't. I know. I, I didn't I, know it was an Iron Man league. It was just what, oh, what you do. Well, you're 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 spouting off all these stupid stats. Yeah, stats matter. Oh, okay. So stats matter. It, it's time. It, is Aaron Rodgers better than Jared Goff? Right now, this year? Yeah. No, not yet. Not yet. No, there's there's. So you're gonna there you're, are ten you're, games to you're go. Gonna, you're gonna tell me. Aaron Rodgers is going to finish with more yards than Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Ben Roethlisberger. Fuck, even Eli Manning. Did you just swear? Yeah. Family uh, podcast. (laughs) Eli Manning, who maybe He's he's going to destroy Eli Manning. He's going to destroy Ben Roethlisberger. What about Drew Brees? Uh, 
Possible. Oh, wait. What about your great Matt Ryan? Possible. Matt oh. Ryan is starting to come back down to earth. Okay. But you still can get him for a second. Okay, that's just passing yards. Yeah. Let's go to touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. If the guys can get open. Oh, oh that's right, because it's everybody else's fault. Well, <laughs> offensive line can can block, and if the coaches start calling better game plans, yes. Yeah, yeah. okay. So Aaron Rodgers right now mm-hmm. is tied for 12th in the league. Yeah, it's, it's fit. we're going to the sixth game of the season. Don't forget, he missed half a game beginning of the season. <laughs> the half a game, he what, he was, was going to score how many touchdowns in that couple half A couple more. Oh, a couple more? Sure. Okay, so now, so a couple more yeah. touchdowns. Okay, that puts him tied for third. Okay. Which is way is going to be way behind a Pat Mahomes, a Phillip Rivers, Oh, yeah, there's and a couple Tom guys Brady. playing out of their mind on, on different offenses right now. Oh, yeah. so so they're playing out of their mind, but on Aaron diff- Rodgers is not on, playing out of his mind. completely different run offenses. Oh, Jesus, God. It's, it's time... For people to start respecting this you, man. Oh, yeah. I'm, I understand this that we, guy, we as Packer fans, we've been extremely lucky to have had all the Brett Favre years. And now we have a guy who is likely to be better than Favre stats-wise. He already has as many Super Bowls. He's going to have at least two more. Let's start giving him the due he deserves. Okay, so how many victories is the Pack, are the Packers going to get because of the great Aaron Rodgers? This year? Yeah. Uh, they're at two right now. They got another nine. So they're going to go 11. 11, 5, and 1. Or no, 11, 4, four and, and one. 1. Yeah. I'll take that bet. We may have to do that. Oh, we're writing this one down. So now. So you're saying the Packers are going to go 11, 4, and 1. And all you callers, I love you. Thank you for calling in. And again, this is all. This is all nice banter back and forth, nice discussion. But you'll realize I'm right. <laughs> I cannot wait. That's what happens when you speak only about facts rather than, oh, he's not getting his hips around. Well, yeah, his knees hurt. Oh, so what? If you're a great quarterback, get get your freaking hips around. Yeah, but you can't do that if you if you don't have the mobility. Okay, your then team. you're not the greatest quarterback of all time. No, he is the greatest quarterback no, he because isn't, Dave. with. A bum leg. So you're kind of like when Brett Favre was playing that full season with that broken thumb. The best quarterback in the league. You don't see, you don't see, um, who's the guy that just missed games because, oh, my, my, I got a bad shoulder. Oh, my shoulder. Oh, yeah, neck beard. This is a guy who yeah. plays when he's hurt because he's a team player and he, he's about winning. <laughs> he's a team he just player. needs to get the other yeah. players on the same page, the winning page, the the I want to be here page. You know what not he, like the ha-ha Clinton Dix, well, I'm just going to play as good as yeah. I can because I might not be here next year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you ready for some news and notes? That was such a joke. Here we go. We're back with the news and notes along with all the injuries. As usual, we start with the injuries because we had the siren already. Yeah. Philly running back Jay Ajay is done for the year. Ajay tore his ACL. 
This injury just adds to the Eagles' backfield problems. They still have Corey Clement banged up, although he played on Thursday. It did not look very well for him. No, just a, pretty much an average game for him, which yeah. is a for a guy that was supposed to should have been a little bit better. Better, but they they did go and sign a Jamal Charles. No, no, no they they yeah, didn't they, sign anybody. They wanted no. to trade for Lashawn McCoy. Did they? No, I thought the uh, Jamal Charles. Oh, that's right. Jamal Charles went to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Right. So they they're looking to trade for Lashawn McCoy. Who do you so like that deal? So let's let's just make sure everybody oh, out there knows. <laughs> okay, I I shouldn't pick on Dave because he's no, that's right. No, it's either Corey Clement or Wendell Smallwood unless they make that deal for Lashawn McCoy. Right, right. And I think would you like to have a if 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 I know he's going to stay out of jail? Right, sure. If I know his ribs are fine, yeah, I take Lashawn McCoy. If it costs you a fourth, fifth, because um, I can't imagine it's going to cost you. It's not like a second, like for Le'Veon Bell. How many more years do you think he has in the league? You think he's got? Because his contract well, goes through next year. I would say that he would have this the rest of this year and next year, and then he's done. Yeah, fourth would be pretty high. But if it gets you to another Super Bowl or at least the playoffs, uh, that's that's a lot to hope on. <laughs> There's not a lot to go. I mean, yeah, a lot out there. I mean, pretty, for Philadelphia, you they get a Le'Veon Bell. Philadelphia's got, I think, the easiest road to. Yeah, being did you did you see the game on Thursday when they went over the records for that division? Oh my god, it's horrible. I, the Giants are terrible. Why can't we be except for Saquon? Yeah. Oh, stop. Okay. We're not Jacksonville. Leonard Fournette will still be sitting out week six for the Jaguars with his injured hamstring. Look for TJ Yeldon to be number one back. Other troubles for the Jacksonville backfield, Corey Grant mm-hmm. placed on the IR with a foot injury. You want deep, deep roster help for you if you want? No, I don't. I don't. You don't want a Brandon Wilds? No, I don't even know who Brandon <laughs> Wilds is. Second string touches behind TJ Yeldon. Could put some some numbers. I think T.J. Yeldon's ranked pretty high in our our scoring our our, our league right I'm now. I'm starting him. I would. I mean, <laughs> well, I, to be honest with you, tell you call me crazy, and I'm sure everybody is. I'm trying to trade for a Leonard Fournette. Well, yeah. Well, in the dynasty league, that's a great idea. Why oh, in the regular league? In the regular league. Other injuries for for um, Jacksonville? I don't know if I'd want him in another league. If if there's something where I don't have to worry about giving him up after a couple of years. Okay, I I I have my reasons and okay, and unfortunately the the guy I'm trying to trade with is one of our listeners, so it's probably not going to happen you now. Gotta stop I, talking about this. I probably should stop talking. <laughs> Other IR problems for the Jaguars: Austin's Farian Jenkins, a tight end, injured core. Now, again, not a doctor. We need to call our medical, but we don't have the phone thing. Um, <laughs> and our cores aren't. I assume the core is stomach region, yes, correct? Yes, yes. All right, more injuries. Rams receiver Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks both suffered concussions last Sunday. Both receivers still listed as limited, although they said that they are out of concussion protocol and likely to play this week. Another guy likely to play this week, Greg Olson, the man with the broken foot. <laughs> the guy I told you to pick up. 
I know. I just don't understand how with a broken foot you're returning in week six. Well, and didn't he break his foot last year? Last year. Yeah. And he was out. Most of the season. Most of the season. How is he? They they must be wrapping him up mummy style or something. Let Just let him go out there and limp well, around. I, well, I, the other reason why I'm thinking it, it is is because I think this is last year, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to play. play. I'm going to play no matter what. Before I'm sitting in a booth somewhere. Yes, for... yeah, exactly. Iron Man Matt Ryan underwent an X-ray on his injured foot after the Falcons' Week 5 loss. However, Dan Quinn, head coach for the Falcons, said Ryan will play in Week 6. Philadelphia Eagles, like we said, looking to make a trade for LaShawn McCoy. Don't know if I'd do that. Jamal Charles is the guy I thought. Oh. Signed a deal with the Jaguars. What do you think? Do you think he's, I mean, it's strictly backup? It's got to be just insurance policy because Brandon Wilds. But, God, i got to believe there's other running backs out there than a guy. But you, know, you just kind of said this when you were talking about LaShawn McCoy. Are there other out, out there other than Le'Veon Bell? And can you get Le'Veon Bell? Like they keep saying they want to trade him, but then when somebody tries to make a deal, they don't want to trade him. Right. For all you fantasy owners out there, drafted Adam Thielen. You're going to be happy to hear this little stat. He's the first player since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger to begin a season with five games of 100 yards or more in receiving. Now, I don't know if all that's Adam Thielen or if it's just a case of the Vikings not having much else out there receiver-wise for Cousins to throw to. Either way, Thielen is averaging 118 yards per game this year. That makes him a must-start every week, even, you know, unless, you know, they're on bye week. You don't want to start him then. Yeah. Right? I would agree with that. I think I think Thielen's going to be uh, probably one of your top ten receivers for the next few years, especially with the way the, the way it's going, the way the NFL is. And now, don't forget, I'm not even going to play the theme for the must starts and don't bothers. Okay, for the beat the holes because you know we have no guest this week. He had to. Last minute up and out of town. So we're just going to go straight into that since we're done with the news and notes. Unless there's anything else you need to talk about. Nope, I'm good. All right, we're going to go do this, and uh, we're going to go over all this and just be Dan and me. Six points for every touchdown, one point for every 10 yards just, rushing and receiving. I'm going to crush you, by the way. Oh, yeah? Good yeah. luck with that. Okay. Um, you want to start or you want me to start? No, I'm, I, I say you get first pick all the way through. Really? I'm that confident. So we're going to go over these things, and then... This um, will be my first win. I'm due. <laughs> we're going to go over... Well, I'm just going to go straight down. Quarterback, running And I back, want all the koozies, by the way. Okay. We're going to start with quarterback. No starts this week. Drew Brees, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Shocker. Best quarterback in the NFL. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm going Jameis Winston. And I'm going to light it up. Really? Yeah. Other must-starts that don't bother for me, <laughs> Kirk Cousins versus Arizona. I'm going to keep this quick and easy. Okay. Put up bad numbers last week, but you need him in your lineup when he plays against the Cardinals. Defense for the Cardinals is giving up 20 PPR points per game to quarterbacks on the road this year. Other start, must-start for me, kills me to say this, Jameis Winston against Atlanta. <laughs> Oh, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> He's going against a decimated-by-injury team in Atlanta. 
and they've given up 35 points per game on average, and quarterbacks are scoring an average of 32 fantasy points per game. As far as don't bothers for me, Ben Roethlisberger against Cincinnati. Yes, he scored 22 fantasy points last week, but he has failed to score 15-plus fantasy points in six of his last eight road games in Cincinnati. Also, quarterbacks playing in Cincinnati have only been averaging 13 fantasy points per game when the Bengals are playing at home. My other don't bother this week, Philip Rivers versus Cleveland. Rivers has scored 21 points or more in all but one of his five starts, but this week he's going against Cleveland that has given up an average of eight fantasy points to quarterbacks this year when they are playing at home in Cleveland. Next up for me, I'm going running backs. Okay. We're going to go right down the line. Case Keenum wasn't one of your don't bothers, too? Well, he's always a don't bother. He's Case Keenum, for God's sake. He's got two of the better wide receivers in the league. Yeah. He's got, But he's a horrible quarterback. He wasn't last year. <laughs> well, the Matt, that, that the go, Matt Flynn. That, goes, that shows you my whole point on the fact that Case Keenum can look like a Pro Bowl quarterback right. in, this, in the NFL this year. Right. It's all about the game plan. It's all about being a system quarterback. If you play on a team that has a system, and this is, this is what happened. This is what proves my point against Aaron Rodgers. Last year, what happened when he went down? Brought in a guy who was supposed to be so amazing, back up. Oh, my gosh. He walks, chews gum, and walks like he's a gangster and everything. Couldn't complete a pass. Who's that? Um, who was the backup for the Packers last year? Oh, Brett Hundley? Brett Hundley. <laughs> Brett Hundley did not walk around looking like a gangsta. He did, too. Did oh. you ever see him walk? Oh, my God. Chewing the gum like, ah, I didn't throw an incomplete pass there. Yeah. Okay. Running backs, Todd Gurley. I don't want to get into the, the whole. <laughs> Alvin I... Kamara, Melvin Gordon, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel, and, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. My guy, I'm going with the Great White Hope. Going Christian McCaffrey. He's on one of my top three. All right. Okay. I'm going Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones for the Packers. He, I'm going to hit on this guy. One of these times? Yeah. Well, if. If Mike McCarthy would ever get his a- head I out know, of his ass. Exactly, and, with the game plan. And because his quarterback isn't that good. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, the quarterback's injured a little bit, so maybe yeah. give him a little break. Exactly. Run Aaron Aaron Jones a little oh, bit. Well, we'll see. Okay. Other oh, must starts at running back for me. TJ Yeldon against Dallas. Loss of Leonard Fournette for another week. You got to reap the rewards of TJ Yeldon. He had 10 carries for 53 yards last week and eight catches for 69 yards and a touchdown. He has now scored at least 14 PPR points in four of the last five games this season. Also, I like Chris Carson against Oakland. He has put up 116 yards last week against the Stout Rams defense. He looks to be a good flex option for fantasy owners this week as he's going to continue to see a majority of the carries in Seattle. And the Raiders are allowing running backs to score or gain 100 total yards in four of the last five games this season. Don't bother for me this week, Adrian Peterson. Not only did he get crushed on the first play of the game last Monday night, but it turns out he has a separated shoulder. And although he may play, that short week and an injured shoulder doesn't look very good for him. Also keep on your bench this week, Derrick Henry in Baltimore. Very tough defense in Baltimore. Have only allowed one touchdown to a running back this season. And add to that that Henry has yet to score a rushing touchdown this season, and he's losing work to a Deion Lewis. Keep him on your bench. Okay. Wide receivers. 
Oh, speaking of wide receivers, I have a little news. Yes. Um, this just came in about 31 minutes ago. All right. The Browns signed a wide receiver. Antonio Brown. Des Bryant. Antonio Brown. <laughs> I mean, they made a trade. Oh, no, no. For the preening dancing freak. No. <laughs> no, uh, with, um, shoot, where did it go? Higgins is out probably for a couple of weeks with the MCL. Okay. Um, the sign, the Browns signed free agent wide receiver Brashad Perryman. Yeah. Okay. Does I mean, do you that's see any fancy relevant? Any, no, it's not going to take anything away from my uh, rookie guy that they have, is it? Antonio Callaway? Callaway or Callaway? No. Yeah. I don't think so. I I'm just. I have a Rashad Matthews on my team. Just got cut by Tennessee. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to go to Cincinnati. I'm thinking sooner or later I might have to cut him. Oh. Make up some make some room. Make some room. So gonna, uh, who's go receivers next? Yep, who's your receiver? Well, the the can't uses are Adam Thielen, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup. So I am going to go with the man. Handcuff with my quarterback. Devontae Adams. Okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I, I I just can't believe. The guy, uh, the guy traded. I'm going to go with Julio Jones. Atlanta? Atlanta. Taking on Tampa. There's going to be some scoring going on there. A lot of scoring. As far as other most starts for me, Julian Edelman versus Kansas City. He's a PPR monster this weekend when they play the Chiefs. Chiefs defense has allowed 29 points per game when they're on the road this year, and they're giving up nine catches per game to slot receivers. Where does Edelman play? The slot. Exactly. <laughs> My other must start, Robert Woods against Denver. Even if Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks are back from their concussion injuries, I like Robert Woods to still be a big target for Jared Goff. The Browns defense has given up 547 yards and four touchdowns to receivers that are split out wide on offense. Right where Robert Woods plays. As far as no bothers, Corey Davis versus Baltimore. He only had nine PPR points last week. And yeah. this week he goes against a real defense in Baltimore. Now there's an, there's another guy, kind of like the whole Trey, Trey Burton thing. Yeah. Um, kind of disappointing, isn't he? Corey Davis? Yes. He, this is his second year, right? Wasn't he a rookie last year? Yeah, but I, I believe he was drafted in... in in our league in the first round. Ooh. Yeah, that hurts. Granted, that's, that's a fourth round in in a regular start-over league. Yeah. Still seems kind of high. Um, his quarterback isn't that good. Don't give up on a Trey Burton. He'll be fine. He, he, he's two. He, he <laughs> was drafted early in. By you. Well, in <laughs> one in yeah one league. But I'm saying in our, our CFFL league, I believe he was traded or drafted relatively high for for what I think he's doing so far. Yeah. Another don't bother for me, Kenny Stills, because, well, he's Kenny Stills. Right. Oh, yeah. Bears have only allowed four touchdown catches to wide receivers in their first four games of the season. Keep Kenny Stills on your bench, which brings us to the tight ends. Tight ends you can't use? I hate the tight ends, by <laughs> the way, just so you know. It's, it's tough with the tight ends. Can't use Travis Kelsey? Zach Ertz, Jared Cook, George Kittle, and Eric Ebron. 
So I'm going to go with the guy I love, Austin Hooper from Atlanta, one of my must-starts. He had nine catches and scored 17 PPR points last week for the Falcons. He goes against Buccaneers who have allowed the most yards and most PPR points to opposing tight ends. Your guy? I'm going to go with a guy that I think is a no-brainer. Um, I think Jameis is going to have a huge game, so okay. I'm going to go Cameron Bray. Ooh, with his with his mini me, Cameron Bray. He's a, my other must start. Of course, he is. He's yeah. his favorite target. I th- yeah, he is definitely Cameron Bray. Winston's favorite target. Plus, you have the loss of OJ Howard due to a knee injury. It's an added bonus. As far as don't bothers for me, the guy we were just talking about, Trey Burton versus Miami. Dolphins have allowed only two touchdowns to receivers coming out of the slot while eight tight ends have averaged the eighth-fewest PPR points against them. Also, the old man, Antonio Gates, against Cleveland. He's been terrible. Why did he even come out of retirement? He had a great game last week, but he is only playing in 35% of the snaps for the Chargers this year so far. He's also tied for 24th in targets amongst tight ends. Keep him on your bench. And that's it for the... Don't bothers and must starts. It's time to go into the casino where we can make some real money. You ready for that? Yes. Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I gotta warn you, Clark. They don't play the same games here that they do at them regular casinos. Now, we're in a casino, and when you're in a casino, you make bets, right? Yeah. Well, and you shouldn't. But <laughs> I was going to say, perhaps I shouldn't have been poking the gambling gods in the and, eyes And maybe last I, week. I just probably just did that. But <laughs> I kind of feel like I, oh. Oh, besides that one week, I think I pretty The very much, first week you were, had what I did last week. Yeah. I think I've been doing fairly well uh, otherwise. So I, I'm, I'm done mentioning the preening jackass on the radio who was all proud of his three and two <laughs> week. Because uh, I didn't have such a great showing last week, but. It's going to change this week. All right. Starting with the NFL? Sure, let's go. Pittsburgh, plus two and a half versus Cincinnati. The Bengals are 0-6 straight up and 2-4 and four against the spread in their last six games against Pittsburgh. Whereas Pittsburgh is 16-2 and two straight up, 13-3-2 against the spread in their last 18 road games against the Bengals. So you're we're, taking Pittsburgh in two and a half. We're keeping it simple this week. Okay. And going with the trends. Give me Pittsburgh and the two and a half points. I have that game also, and I'm actually taking Cincinnati minus the two and a half. Ben does not play well on the road. That's true. And he, for some reason, doesn't play well in Cincinnati. 13-3-2 against the spread on the road in Cincinnati. Okay, my next game. Okay. New England minus three against Kansas City. (laughs) Chiefs have no problem scoring points but their defense is giving up 2.4 points per drive, which is the fourth most in the NFL. The Chiefs are just 1-6 straight up in its last seven road games to New England. The Patriots, on the other hand, 10-4 and four against the spread in their last 14 games played at night. Give me the, bang, uh, the Patriots, and I'll give you three points. I totally agree with you. All right. Next game, Denver, plus seven against the Rams. The last nine games between the Broncos and the Rams, the home team is eight and one straight up and seven and two against the spread. Give me Denver and that touchdown. 
Boom. That one I don't have. That yeah. one I stayed away from. What's your next game then? I'm going to take the Chicago Bears minus the three at Miami. I have that game also, although I'm taking Miami plus the three. Okay. Bears are 0-4 straight up and against the spread coming off a bye since the start of the 2014 season, and they have been outscored by an average margin of more than 19 points per game in those four games. And in two of those games, the Bears played on the road and were outscored by an average margin of 34 points. Give me the points in the Dolphins. You want to change your bet? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm solid on these. The way I've been doing the last few weeks, <laughs> I'm feeling much better. You got another one? Sure. I got two more. Okay, I got, I'm got. i taking the Vikings minus the 10.5 at home against Arizona. I stayed away from that game. I think the Vikings are now, they finally woke up maybe. Okay. And I think they're, they righted their ship and all the other good old sayings. They're, I think they're going <laughs> to start. The cliches. All the cliches. Yeah, the great cliches. <laughs> uh, I think they're on the on the path to start dominating. I have Atlanta minus three and a half against Tampa Bay. Don't be fooled by the Falcons record. I'm telling you right now. They're a lot better than their record suggests. Other than the blowout to Pittsburgh, the Falcons' other losses came by a total of 13 points. And I agree with you. I took that game too. Okay. Tampa has the league's worst pass defense. And the Falcons are 8-2 and two against the spread after gaining 75 or fewer rush yards in their previous game. We're keeping it simple. What was the over-under on that one? Uh, that I don't remember. I know they're, I'm sure they're really setting it up for a... <laughs> an over? Uh, well... Making it look like it should be. It should be an over, but I would maybe go an under. But I th- I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. All right. You have another game? One more? Two more? Um, I actually have two more. All right. All right. As much as I believe in my Cleveland Browns. Yeah, you're going against them? I'm going against them. I, I love the Chargers this year. Okay. Um, I believe they're, they're going to win at Cleveland minus the one. Okay. And you're done? or No, I have one more, but I'll wait for you to do Okay, this is my last one. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, minus three, even at Dallas, at Big D. I, I think Jacksonville's just going to dominate. You do? Yes. My final game? Okay. Baltimore, minus three against Tennessee. I can beat up the Titans this week. Too many injuries and other questions for the Titans to make this a close game. Now I did change things up because I'm I'm trying to get up get my winnings up. Yeah, I just I went with a three team parlay. Okay, just to change it up a little bit. Make I'm not sure going you all circle those teams. For I me. did. All right. Okay. All right. You ready to do college? Yeah, you ready? Yeah. I have uh, seven games. Wow, you really like college games this year. I well, only have five. All right. I have Minnesota plus twenty nine and a half against Ohio State. Ohio State's going to win that game, but. Not by 30 points. I have Oklahoma State minus 7 against Kansas State. I have Troy minus 9 against Liberty. I don't understand how Liberty is only a 9-point underdog. (laughs) What do you know about Liberty? Well, that's exactly (laughs) it. Aren't they like a Bible college? Seriously, aren't they? Okay. I didn't know it. I think they're a Bible college. It's it's, uh, Liberty University. It's, uh, It's one of those religious Bible colleges from those mega churches. Do you know where Liberty University is? Probably in Oklahoma or Texas. 
You gonna hey, look go it up? Yeah, I'll look it up while you're <laughs> finishing off here. I have Georgia minus seven and a half against LSU. I have Illinois plus ten and a half versus Purdue. And I have Alabama minus twenty nine against Missouri. That game should be over by halftime. And finally, West Virginia minus six and a half against Iowa State. Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Virginia, okay. Okay, oh. so so my five <laughs> my five games. Um since you only I believe only won one college game last week. I won college, one pro and okay. a push. And the one college was the Alabama. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to you. I'm taking your your way of thinking. Okay. I'm gonna take Missouri plus the twenty nine. <laughs> okay. Even that's though it's at Alabama. Yeah. No, that's probably not a bad pick. Okay. Um shocked that the Badgers are get seven and a half. Yeah. I'm taking the Badgers. I don't care that it is in Michigan. Badgers are a better team. Jonathan Taylor seems and to be running the ball way. Lee Corso picked them. Ooh. That doesn't help me, Dave. <laughs> okay. Um, BYU minus 13 um, home against Iowa. Texas A&M minus 2.5 at South Carolina. Okay. And Central Florida minus 5 at Memphis. Well, that's not bad. You didn't go with your FAU, though. Well, because they won last week. I, oh, okay. I, so I, you I told you I was going to pick them until they win? Yeah. All right. That's it for the bets, everybody. Remember, don't bet anymore. You can afford to lose it. It's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing. Use the picks with caution, just like you did our must-starts and don't-bothers. Good luck, and it's time. You need, you need a drink. You need to cool down. A I need to cool down. We're going to the bar, everybody. It's time, everybody, for the Fantasy Girl of the Week. A place where men are men and the women like it. We're in the bar. Dan's got his drink. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our Fantasy Girl ready to go. Actually, it's Fantasy Girls. Girls, I was going to say. It's, since we we're missing our Beat the Host guy, we, we have two girls for you this week. They're twins. Dan wanted AJ and Allie, but I'm like, no, we have to get attractive twins. <laughs> so I went with the Bella twins, Bree and Nikki Bella. Okay, so they're wrestlers. I I, I know that, Dave. <laughs> I, I I wanted to say I wanted to put this out there, but okay, I I know since most of our listeners are huge, are pro Dave Knipp, but I would I would take Allie and AJ over. Over the Bellas? Oh God, yeah. Oh. These chicks are psychotic. Well, they're they're only psychotic on the wrestling show because that's their character. No, they're they're psychotic. In real life, they're not attractive. Oh man! If if you didn't put all that makeup and you you need to go to the website mycfl.com. Look at those pictures. I dude, I'm looking at. Tell me. They're not attractive. Oh, no. I'm just trying to find something for you to guess here. And I'm shocked that you f- you d- do find them attractive because they go against everything. That I believe in? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, A, they're brunettes. I love brunettes. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> I do. 
Uh, they're definitely more than a handful. Well, Nikki is. Bree is is smaller. Okay. Okay. And I'm giving you a little hints <laughs> here. I, I <laughs> check out the Fantasy Girl webpage, mycfl.com. Nikki and Bree Bell, they're both like we said WWE wrestlers. They were born 16 minutes apart on November 21st, 1983, in San Diego, California. They were raised on a farm in Scottsdale, Arizona. The Bell Twins are of Mexican and Italian descent. In 2002, they graduated from Chaparral High School in Arizona and returned to San Diego for college, where Nikki, the bigger one, played soccer for Grossbone College. A year later, the twins relocated to Los Angeles, where they worked as waitresses at the Mondrian Hotel while trying to find an agent. Okay. Twins started modeling, acting, and doing promotional work. In 2006, they participated in a WWE Diva search, but didn't make the cut, but later became wrestlers for the WWE, mm-hmm. the Bella Twins. Okay. Now they star in the E! Entertainment show Total Divas, and have moved on, more or less, from the wrestling scene. Nikki was engaged, but since broken up with WWE wrestler and champion John Cena, while Brie is married to WWE wrestler Daniel Bryan and has a child with the hairy goat boy. The brown-haired, brown-eyed Bria Bella stands five foot seven. You listening? I'm listening. She weighs... 121 pounds. She wears a size 4 dress. And her measurements are... Bree's the one on the right. Okay. Bree's the psychotic one, right? No, I think Nikki's more psychotic. Okay. Bree's the the granola eater. (laughs) Washington or Portland, Oregon or wherever they live. Okay. Um, Bree. I don't... You're not giving me a lot for picture wise. Well, it's so the I want best to one where I can see the whole body. So okay. <clears throat> so up top, I'm definitely go thirty-four C, thirty-two A. <laughs> Need a little less angle. I got I got too much of a glare here. Okay, waist. Oh yeah, that's definitely an A. <laughs> okay, waist. Twenty three. Twenty five. Wow. And hips. Thirty six. Thirty five. So you get thirty two A, twenty five, thirty five. Wow. So now Nikki, on the other hand, also brown hair, brown eyes, because they're twins. She stands five foot six inches tall. She had the boob job. Weighs one hundred and thirty one pounds. Nikki's measurements are 30. I'm going to go the same. They look like C's to me. Well, that's a push up. 35B. 36C. <laughs> Waste. <laughs> I think she's thick like your sister. Um, <laughs> well, they're Mexican and Italian. Pasta and tacos. I'll go 25. 27. Whoa. And her hips. Usually the hips are, okay. 
I'll I'll go Lakers sister. Oh no, no I'll go thirty six. Thirty eight. Oh my God, she's a thirty six seed, twenty seven, thirty eight. Nikki and Brie Bella, the Bella Twins. Check them out on the website mycffl.com, mycffl.com, and don't forget, check out the website. You know, everything we talk about is there. Questions, comments, concerns, email us, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. And you want to be on Beat the Hosts, send us an email at either one of those um, email addresses. Also, don't forget to call in line. It's all in fun. We have nice discussions. 414-520-8249. Leave a message. We'll get you on the air. And uh, we'll discuss your comments. Uh, Justin said he was going to call and leave us a question each week, and he never did that this week. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. (laughs) Come on, Justin. You're in Baltimore, for God's sake. And you have a chance to go into the executive producer position. (laughs) Yeah, if we keep getting bad information. So uh, until next week, hope you have a good week. Good luck in your fantasy league. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Be good. Bye-bye.